Informing America's farmers and ranchers. This is AOA, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. Now, here's your host, Jesse Allen. And welcome into day number one of the Farm Progress Show as we are broadcasting live with our friends at Trelleborg, Boot 1062 here in Decatur, Illinois. Happy to have you along with us for a fun couple of days here on AOA, Agriculture of America. Jesse Allen with you here and really an exciting show here today. We're going to be learning about a lot of great things from Trelleborg, some of their new innovations, talking tires here on the show today. Also coming up at the end of the program, we're going to get a rundown of what's going on here at the Farm Progress Show. Matt Youngman, show manager for Farm Progress, going to be joining us coming up here in segment four today. We have a little special treat on the show, though, here for the next couple of days. Joining me to my right... Mr. Mike Pearson. Mike, good to see you, buddy. It's good to be back on the air, Jesse. It's good to be back talking to the listeners of AOA. Thank you for the opportunity to come down here, sit with you, and work with my friends at Trelleborg. It's great to be back, uh, get the gang all together again. And I should have properly introduced you as the broadcast director for Farm Progress. Congratulations, buddy. I know uh, really happy for you and um, excited to see where you take things there with This Week in Agribusiness and more. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. But I'm excited to talk tires, Jesse. Yeah, let's talk tires. Joining us here as well, a friend of the show, Chris Snyder, Marketing Training and Development Manager for Trelleborg. Chris, it is great to see you. What is new and what is going on with Trelleborg? Well, Jesse, it's great to be back. You know, we really enjoy you guys broadcasting from the show. It's a nice little different thing. And we can see the people walking by here uh, day one in beautiful Decatur. There's not a cloud in the sky. We really couldn't get a better day. The heat's not there as it has been. So we're very lucky. We got a good position here, and uh, we're looking forward to three good days of some good action. We've got our tire experts here, as I've been saying, on some of our uh, early advertising. Come on in and please talk tires. Definitely. Come on in. Please talk tires with us. And some exciting things, Chris. Mike, I know you have a little insight on this as well. Well, I have I have a big question, Chris. I have a big question because I understand that Trelleborg is, has had a busy year. Can you fill us in on, uh, on what all is happening there over at Trelleborg? Well, Mike, a lot has changed since we've talked the last time. And uh, those of in the ag business, uh, we were purchased uh, actually officially on May 2nd of this year we became part of the Yokohama Tire Rubber Company. And that's a huge thing. Um, And actually, the deal started back in last March. But uh, there was so much money involved that we know how the financial things work. It took a lot of time to dot the I's and cross the T's. But uh, May 2nd, we officially uh, became part of the, the Yokohama Rubber Family. So we're excited about that. I'm excited about it. Yeah, that's a, a great partnership, I feel like. And obviously, Yokohama with many years uh, with that brand and then Trelleborg with many years with their brand. So kind of combining the two and all the knowledge and all the expertise, Chris, uh, that's got to be just a, a great thing, not only for you guys as a company, but for our farmers and ranchers who are looking for the latest entire technology. Well, and just a little bit of history, guys, here. Yeah. You know, Trelleborg, they were actually founded in 1905. So they have been around a long time. They were heavily involved in the polymer business. Well, that's a fancy word for rubber. 
So uh, they just made a tremendous amount of things uh, in rubber. They were the first company to produce a raincoat, <laughs> uh, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. No. Uh, that's how they kind of got started. They were the first company to make a diving suit. So if any divers are listening, you can thank uh, the yeah, Trelleborg. Yeah, innovation group. really oh, is in the genes yeah, at Trelleborg. And, and, and bicycle tires were a huge thing at the beginning. So uh, they have some experience in that, Mike. Are you still in the diving suit business, Chris? Is that still something Trelleborg does? <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a diver, and I'll, I although I'll tell you, we when we were part of the Trelleborg group, we would get these periodic uh, publications quarterly, mm -hmm. and it talked about the other parts of the company, and it was really interesting to see how far reaching the Trelleborg group was, but, uh, they, uh, you know, they, they've come a long way. They actually got in the ag tire business back in 1999. Wow. Another little history story, you know, Pirelli, we mm -hmm. all know the name Pirelli. So they were very prevalent in Europe and they wanted to get, you know, Pirelli, they wanted to start focusing on certain tires and if you're uh, you know they, they build a high performance mm -hmm. tire passenger car tires well they had ag tires so they wanted to get out of the ag tire business and uh trelleborg said hey we want to get in that ag tire business you know trelleborg had been making ag tires but they made what is called bias and bias belted actually trelleborg was the first tire to make a bias belted that's mm -hmm. a type of construction of the tire yeah. So they were the first ones to make that. And then they said, we want to get in the radial tire business. That's sure. a little different technology. So Pirelli, uh, the business came on the market, the ag segment. And in 1999, they bought the Pirelli uh, farm tire business. With that, they, they got a lot of dealers that were selling Pirelli tires in Europe. So they they got a pretty good distribution area over there uh yeah so they start selling tires and you know to this day in, in europe uh the trelleborg brand is the number one or number two ag tire wow. in europe it's us and another major brand that flip flop back and forth so uh our plant is in tivoli italy that's mm -hmm. where the pirelli plant was so that's where we make tires that's where there. you make tires for europe chris but the interesting thing about trelleborg is you're making tires here in this country too yeah. well as i always say uh, you know we build we're really happy that we're building tires in the greatest country in the world the united states we've got a plant in spartanburg south carolina which is mostly the Trelleborg brand, and then Charles City, Iowa, where most of the Mitas brand, and, you know, we have the Mitas brand here. Mm -hmm. We're kind of got a dual booth going this year. So, yes, Mike, we do build tires here. And I've actually been in the Charles City, Iowa plant. It's 14 miles from my mom's house where I grew up in Marble Rock, Iowa. So, well, there you go. That's great, Jesse, because <laughs> there's not a lot of people that have seen a tire built. That's, that's really not... I'm going to ask you some tire questions oh, the next time. Oh, I think you I, set yourself up. If I Mike did. knows, now he's trainable. He's been trainable. I'm going to see if you've been trainable. You're trainable. Too. I'll, I'll see. It's been a few years since I've been within that plant there at Charles City, but uh, really great stuff. And like you said, you know, those tires, both in South Carolina and Iowa, building here in America and really creating just a fantastic product for our farmers and ranchers. Chris, I've got a question for you. As you think about, uh, you know, sort of sort of what's coming with this mm -hmm. change from the customer's perspective, are there any big things we need to know now that Yokohama has Trelleborg TWS? Yeah. No, and 
I thank you for bringing that up because one of the things we're continuing to strive, and if you come into the booth here, you see we've got our Trelleborg and our Mitas uh, identification on. So we're still market, we still produce and market, as I say, some of the finest tires in the world, the Trelleborg brand and the Mitas brand. We're going to continue, you will continue to see that brand because Hey, hey, we sell a lot of tires, and uh, we got a lot of uh, loyal customers, and we're trying to get more. That's why we're here at the show. Mm -hmm. So uh, you will see the Trelleborg and Mitas brand, yes. Fantastic. Well, we got to take a break. We're going to be back. We're going to talk more tires with our friends here at Trelleborg. Mike Pearson, Chris Snyder with Trelleborg. Joining me here, Jesse Allen with you. We'll be back with more on AOA Agriculture of America, live for the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois. People look at your farm, they just see corn. But to you, it's a lot more than that. It's a college fund, your retirement plan, and it deserves trait protection that can stand up to heavy pressure threats like corn woodworm. SmartStacks Pro with RNAi technology is trusted on over 1 million acres to protect the things that mean more. Trade up at SmartStacksPro.com. Always read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices. Copyright 2023 Bayer Group. All rights reserved. Are you heading to the Farm Progress Show in Decatur? Stop by the Trelleborg booth on 10th Street and see Mike Pearson and me, Jesse Allen, broadcasting live. Learn about the HF-1000 and features that minimize soil compaction. We will be broadcasting live from Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from the Farm Progress Show. That's Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. We'll see you in Decatur. I've been farming my whole life. I don't need somebody to come out here and state the obvious. I don't need anybody to explain my farm to me. My local co-op works with CHS, and they know what I need when I need it. A global network of support. Local expertise. And valuable market options. We need a co-op that's here for us. So we can own every day. When you're an owner of a local cooperative connected to CHS, you get local expertise, a proven efficient supply chain, and global market access. Learn more at cooperativeownership.com. Join us the first Wednesday of every month on AOA for the latest episode of the Monthly Grind with our friends at the National Corn Growers Association. We'll discuss the latest topics surrounding the corn industry, the relationships between corn and other parts of the agricultural supply chain, the newest initiatives and partnerships from NCGA's Market Development Action Team, and much more. That's the first Wednesday of every month for the Monthly Grind on AOA. It's a show you don't want to miss. You are not your diagnosis. A medical chart is not your identity. And vision loss does not define you. Your drive shows who you are. And you are not alone. Because we are driven too. To be a beacon of strength. A champion of courage. An advocate for hope. You are not alone. Because we are stronger together. We drive the research for the cures we are finding. We're fighting macular degeneration, retinitis pigmentosa, Usher syndrome, and the entire spectrum of blinding retinal diseases. We fund. We fight. We, we win. win. 
We, 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 we are, are the, the Foundation, Foundation Fighting, fighting blindness. blindness. Together, we are Fighting Blindness. Join the fight at fightingblindness.org. Informing America's Farmers and Ranchers, AOA. Now back to Jesse Allen. And we continue here live from the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois, day number two of A or day number one, excuse me. I'm getting ahead of myself here already. Uh, AOA live with our friends at Trelleborg here. Boot 1062, come on by, see us here. We're going to be here the next three days of the show talking tires with our friends here at Trelleborg. Mike Pearson with me as well. Mike, we have another special guest from the uh, Trelleborg family with us today. We do indeed. And I'm excited because one of the things I've noticed when I've been walking around the Farm Progress Show grounds, and Jess, you'll get into this uh, this role too after you talk with our friends from Trelleborg long enough, start looking at tires. When yeah. You're at the booths yep. around the show. So I was at the Fent booth taking a look at the Vario 200 series they've got on display. And I noticed sitting right there on that booth was four great Trelleborg tires. Joining us now, Jesse, is the guy who helps connect those manufacturers with Trelleborg, Greg Payne, the OE manager for North America. Greg, how you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me here. We appreciate it, Greg. And, and to Mike's point there, seeing those Trelleborg tires on, on a lot of the new equipment here on the grounds at the Farm Progress Show, uh, really just a, a, a great sight to see, I'm sure, for you guys to see your hard work on display here on the grounds, Greg. Yes, we are very excited. Uh, yesterday, while we were doing some setup, uh, did the zip around quick route on the uh, Polaris there. And yeah, we have a good showing. Uh, we're very, very proud of that. We've grown a lot recently in the last 10 years. Uh, and I don't know, we have, we have great presence on all the large original equipment manufacturers, whatever color it may be. And if you notice, we're also on some uh, smaller and short-line equipment as well. Yeah. yeah, really see it everywhere. Greg, you're in the world of manufacturing. Everybody who's in agriculture has known that the world of manufacturing for the past three years has been interesting, particularly when it comes to new equipment. What are you seeing in that space here in 2023? Is production picking up broadly? Well, like you mentioned, we, uh, like everyone, suffered from supply chain thing, and it has dramatically improved. Uh, one thing that we've noticed it is it, it's orders have caught caught up to what demand is. Um, the ag equipment manufacturing, especially in the large tractor segment, combines, etc., is still very strong. And uh, but we're not seeing the back order problems. Um, I, it just took a while, but everything mm -hmm. is catching up. I was going to say, you know, it, it's good to hear that everything is catching up because there was that time period there where everybody seemed like was was dealing with some sort of challenge you couldn't get this or that or it was taking forever so it, it's nice to hear that things are, are catching up yeah last year at this time i know uh in our aftermarket in the dealer replacement um not just our brand all yeah. manufacturers were suffering there was uh it was hard we were telling you to you know get tire orders in early uh you know that there's going to be weights um you know, every tire that we produce in both of our factories in the U.S., well, and other plants, too, sold every month. Um, but we've got some inventories built back up, and so a lot of that worry, uh, you know, has dissipated now. Mm -hmm. Welcome That's, relief. Yeah, yeah it's got to be a welcome relief. And I'm curious, as we're seeing manufacturers you know, roar back to life, they're, they're cranking up their equipment to meet demand. 
what are they demanding on the tire front? Are you seeing it, it, specifications requested by uh, OE manufacturers get more stringent here as time goes on? Well, there's everything is uh, getting more specialized. Okay. And we have some different projects in the works where we're uh, coming up with new sizes uh, for particular mm -hmm. applications. Uh, when a new uh, platform launches, uh, often they want something in particular for it. Um, you know, some of the smaller electric manufacturers are causing tires of smaller nature. I was yeah. uh, to come into uh, more focus where everything um, we're kind of seeing extremes, both large and small tires are, are kind of coming back and some specialty designs that uh, uh, we have built specifically for some of the electrics uh, yeah. we'll be having. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you were going to go there as well, Mike, but some of the specialty electrics, or I think of just this boom of specialty tractors, the small utility type tractors that we've really seen since the pandemic. I feel like that's got to be a market to your point of finding some different sizes, maybe a few smaller sizes here and there for some of those smaller, easier to maneuver utility tractors. Right. right? One of the, I just was looking here, we have a newer launch, this HF 1000 that is for, uh, you know, kind of specifically for trailer manure handling equipment. Um, excellent design, good cleaning, so it, it turns in the muddy fields. So we've got a lot of new stuff. Stop by and see us. Definitely. Yeah, that is so neat to see. That HF-1000, that's designed to get those heavy loads up to road speed, isn't it? Isn't that kind of the, the crucial piece of technology? Yes. Uh, they're all pretty much VF rated. Um, they carry an extremely heavy load for the size of the tire. How, so, do you know offhand yeah. what that load rating is on that tractor? I know it's huge. I'm just, <laughs> it's staggering. We're going to have some folks, we're going to do some research. I see Chris on that, running, right? over, running over to maybe look at that number real quick. But I, I believe that six of those tires can pretty easily handle 100,000 pounds in some of those manure wanker, <laughs> manure tanker applications. That is incredible. So, and at, at full road speeds that a tractor will go, which now is 31 mile an hour. Right. Yeah. It just keeps to, it keeps in intensifying right it does it keeps right. intensifying and you know allows our our farmers to maneuver a little bit quicker and uh, and get things done and obviously ha having tire technology like that hf 1000 is is crucial to your trelleborg lineup yes yep we uh are very proud of that one definitely so what else is new you mentioned hf 1000 is a relatively new release so anything else coming out this year that you're really hearing some excitement about when it comes to uh, the manufacturers and farmer demand uh Another new, newer tire that we have, or a newer size that we're going to build right in the in our plant in Charles City, Iowa, is in our Mitas Agriterra line, which uh, will have applications for some uh, manure handling equipment, but also on uh, hay tools. Mm. Uh, we designed it kind of specifically for self-propelled windrowers, uh, where somebody wants, you know, uh, not a lug tire, so it's gentle on the ground. You know, if you're turning a corner. Um, and it's a little bit wet, it won't tear up your hay ground. And I have to think, you know, not tearing up that hay crop, having that traction, that's a key component of the tires that you guys build with that progressive traction type tread, right, Greg? Yeah, the progressive traction feature on um, a lot of our tires, we're incorporating it um, as it goes on, but especially on our TM1000 line, uh, it has a lot of all of the technology we kind of throw at it we yeah. we say affectionately uh it has a vf technology which allows a lot lower air pressure than what a standard tire does for the same loads uh the progressive traction lug gives you an extra biting edge 
Um, it helps reinforce that lug so it doesn't uh, vibrate when it's going down the road. Um, it also uh, will help deflect stubble so that when you are in the fields, the stubble doesn't cavitate towards the base of the lug. It kind of helps direct it out of there. So a lot of great features on that one. Greg, these tires that we're describing here, moving fast, carrying a ton of weight, moving through through heavy stubble fields. Obviously, these are expensive uh, investments that we're making on our equipment. What's the warranty like if something goes wrong? Uh, depending on a brand, but on the Trelleborg, it has a 10-year warranty. Uh, so, you know, if anything goes wrong with that in that time frame, uh, you know, we will cover it. So yeah. longer than what most of the tractor warranties are. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And that's a warranty whether you're buying new, coming with Trelleborgs off the dealer floor, or buying a retail. That is correct. That is correct. And that's a crucial piece, I think, for our farmers, because obviously having proper tires, properly managed, in good condition is so important, because last thing you want, especially harvest right around the corner, you don't want a flat tire out in the middle of the field, Greg. Very, very true. And on that TM1000 line, um, all of the premier high horsepower tractor manufacturers have selected it. So uh, if a farmer cares, uh, you can check the box and uh, get that as a, as a brand preference on, uh, like I said, all the premier manufacturers. Right. I won't plug any names. Well, how, how high horsepower do you like to see for farmers to make that investment in that tire? Uh, you know, we have tires that can handle the highest of horsepowers the way that they're set up uh there's a new uh 715 horsepower uh tractor here at the show um it has tracks on it but there will be a tire option for it so uh we'll have tires for that have some trelleborg tires anything uh final here we got about a minute before we head to a break anything else you could think of greg uh no just stop by and see us uh we have a lot of our uh new and premier products on display and uh, appreciate being here. And you've got the experts on yes. hand if folks yes. come by to ask questions. That's the great thing about this mm -hmm. show, Jesse, as, as I always get excited about. Yeah, and you know, the old adage that you go to a farm show and kick some tires and check out some things. You can literally, you know, I don't know if we want to kick them, but you can come here and, and, and talk tires with our friends here at Trelleborg during Absolutely. the Farm Progress Show. We have show. two of our premier experts here, Norberto yeah. Herbener, Chris Neidert. They've been around as long as dirt itself. <laughs> so... Stop by, give them a chat, and they will steer you in the right direction when it comes to tire selection and applications and usage. Fantastic. Greg Payne with Trelleborg, we appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by here on the show today. Thank you. All right, Mike, coming up, we'll have more from our friends here at Trelleborg. We got a lot to talk about. There's always something happening at the Trelleborg Mitas tent. It is 1062. That is the booth here at the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois. We'll be back with more here on AOA right after this. challenge it's not something you shy from it's a chance to up your game every day brings a new challenge but with the enhanced channel seed brand on your side you can rise to it with our top performing seed innovative digital tools and expanded agronomic support you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage your enhanced channel seed brand let's rise to the challenge learn more at channel.com rise read and follow pesticide label directions irm grain marketing and other stewardship practices 
Are you heading to the Farm Progress Show in Decatur? Stop by the Trelleborg booth on 10th Street and see Mike Pearson and me, Jesse Allen, broadcasting live. Learn about the HF1000 and features that minimize soil compaction. We will be broadcasting live from Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from the Farm Progress Show. That's Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. We'll see you in Decatur. You're listening to AOA for the American Ag Network. I'm Richard Risvet with this market update. Grains and oil seeds are mostly lower, save for the bean oil that is slightly higher. Livestock is lower as well to start this morning. Now, the grain and oil seed markets do remain vulnerable to headlines, but the path of least resistance in the absence of those headlines is lower. The soybean balance sheet has the least amount of margin currently, but the trade shows little concern over tightening corn and wheat supplies at the moment, even with the Stats Canada report coming in smaller than expected this morning. The thought is that the corn and soybean crops are getting smaller, but so far we lack in any data to indicate that the crops are getting small enough to justify higher prices to ration demand. Soybeans are close to that line, but still above it in the eyes of the market, largely due to questions about export demand for both corn and soybeans in the coming year. Now the market expects USDA to lower its yield estimate next month after it samples fields across the Midwest, but it also expects USDA to cut demand estimates as it cuts production estimates, leaving ending stocks adequate to fill the need. Sustained rallies will require bigger yield cuts than the market currently is anticipating. Now, the USDA did report late yesterday that 56% of the U.S. corn crop rates good to excellent this week. That's down two points on the week. The soybean crop rates 58% good to excellent, down one point. While lower, both of these crops saw less deterioration than the market anticipated. Nonetheless, though, grain and OFC prices pulled back overnight due to the disappointment. This is the type of year that gives lower confidence in yield models, but some yield models are putting the corn yield at 174 bushels per acre and the soybean yield at 50.9. That's down 2.3 and 0.1 bushels respectively from the previous week. Now, the market rallied yesterday on Pro Farmers' 172 bushel per acre corn and 49.7 bushel per acre soybean yield estimate, but it dropped overnight on yield estimates from the consensus, while both the dollar and crude oil are pulling back. This is AOA for the American Ag Network. I'm Richard Ristvet. I'll take dig a little, learn a lot for 30 bushels. Soft and crumbly. Tom. How does healthy soil feel to the touch? Correct. Dig a little for 40 bushels. Sweet and earthy. Tom. What does healthy soil smell like? Yes, go again. Dig a little for 50 bushels. Dark, porous, and alive. Tom. What does healthy soil look like? You win. Understanding the basics and benefits of healthy soil can make your farm a winner, too, through lower input costs, better yields, and drought protection, which can lead to a healthier bottom line for your business. Contact your local Natural Resources Conservation Service office today to find out how you can unlock the secrets in your soil. This message brought to you by USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service and this radio station. Informing America's farmers and ranchers, AOA. Now back to Jesse Allen. And we continue live here from the Farm Progress Show, day number one in Decatur, Illinois, on AOA, Agriculture of America. Jesse Allen back with you as we're with our friends at Trelleborg, booth 1062. 
talking tires here over the next three days. Mike Pearson with me as well. And Mike, uh, you know, beautiful weather, a beautiful opportunity for folks to swing on in and learn more about some of this uh, great Trelleborg technology. It truly is, Jesse. I've had the chance to be at a number of different farm progress shows over the past 20 years, and it's still early in the game. It is early on day one, but the forecast looks like this is going to be an unbeatable show. Weather-wise, folks, if you haven't made plans to come down to Decatur, if you have an opening in your schedule, I'm thinking this is going to be one of the better ones in recent years to get to, plus the gang's all here yeah everybody's out this year everybody's ready to learn. Out. everybody's ready to learn and i think a lot of conversations i'm hearing from farmers is we have equipment that's getting faster getting heavier we need proper tires on that equipment don't we mike we certainly do jesse where can we find those proper tires i think right here with trelleborg possibly <laughs> joining us now we have noberto Hubiner. he is the north american oe technical manager noberto thank you for joining us here yeah. today thanks for having us so let's talk about that faster heavier we need tires that can withstand some of this new equipment and i know you guys here at trelleborg are, are really been working on that technology haven't you noberto yes i mean what we see with the development with oems is the equipment keeps getting bigger and bigger and heavier yeah so that the first thing is that you have to have something that can hold that load that's where we see a lot of the development on bfs bigger tires, wider tires, taller tires. I mean, if you look in our booths, I mean, we have some tires, they are 85, 90 inches in the outside diameter. I mean, something you never saw 15 years ago. And the other thing what we see also, it's a lot of requirements for higher speed. In the past 20 years ago was normal to be 25 miles per hour. Now is 40, 45 miles per hour, the requirement. So all our new technology or new development, they're coming with D and E rated tires. So in the past year was an A8 that is 25 miles. Now it's D that is 40 with an supplemental E that's 43 miles per hour. So that's already the limit. I mean, if we go over 43 miles per hour, it's already a DOT tire. So mm -hmm. it's a different ball game there. Yeah, it's, it's a track tire. So 43 is the max, really, yes. for an yeah, egg tire. Exactly, yes. Norberto, I've got a question. This is something we've talked with Chris before on the program. I believe we've talked in years past about the, the ability for these tires to deflate, expand their footprint when they're in the field. My question then is, how, how well can they handle road speeds while deflated? Or do you reflate the tires before you go hit 40 mile an hour on the road? Yeah, what you have, uh, the big uh, enemy for the tire is heat. Mm. Yeah, that's what degraded a tire and the, uh, reduces the, the life, total life of the tire. So heat is generated when you go uh, with oh, higher loads that the tire should have or higher speed. So that's why if you look in any data book, yeah, if you look for uh, a, a tire size, you're going to see that depending what inflation pressure, you're going to have different loads for different speeds. So the higher the speed, the lower the load capacity, meaning that uh, in the same inflation pressure, when you go a higher speed, there's a lot more friction internally in the rubber, generating heat. When you go on low speed, you don't have that much fresh, uh, friction. That's why you can have a higher loads. So in the past, when it was, okay, when you're in the, going from one field to another, driving 
25, 40 miles per hour, okay, your load capacity is going to be lower mm -hmm. than if you're in the field. So that's when all this uh, self-inflation system came out. That uh, as in the, let's see, 20, 25 years ago, there were not too many farms traveling from one field to another. Mm -hmm. When all the farm consolidation started, you had one field here, the next field, 25 miles, other one, 15 miles, and they had to go fast from one side to another mm -hmm. because when you're in the field, you're not uh, traveling, they're working. Mm -hmm. So that's when it came out uh, that you needed the inflation system. Normally, yeah, when you go on uh, the road, you need high inflation pressure. When you go on the field, you can lower the inflation pressure. And when lower inflation pressure, you have a bigger footprint, that's what you want in the field for better grip. When you go on the road, you don't want that big footprint because it generates more uh, rolling resistance. So the smaller, let's see, the, the footprint, the less uh, you're going to be uh, burning fuel. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I feel like, and it's important for farmers to know the distinction between the two because if they don't know the distinction or do something wrong or think they can just run at one pressure level, that's when you cause damage. That's when you start having issues with your tires. We don't want that, right, Norberto? Exactly. I mean, it does shorten up a little bit the life of the tire Yeah. because it's we don't have a situation uh, good for all situation. Yeah. Mm. I mean, one inflation pressure for if it goes on the road or it's in, in the field. So that's why, for example, if you see our, in our boot, the, the new tire, we have the HF 1000 and you see it has a rip in the middle on, on the design. Yeah, you have the deluxe to the side and a rip in the middle it means that when you go high speed with high inflation pressure is basically that rip that it's going to be on contact with the ground and not so much the side deluxe. So it, it reduces a lot the rolling resistance. Interesting. Right, because you're keeping uh, most of that friction in the tire. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Norberto, I'm curious about how this ties in with something that we've talked again before, which is the CFO and CHO technology. Can you talk about what that is in the context of a Trelleborg tire? Yes. Uh, the tires, uh, especially for harvesting, yeah, CFO and CHO are related to a cyclic uh, load. Mm -hmm. I mean... If we have a tire that heats up, but we then suddenly uh, let it cool down, we are not affecting pretty much the durability of the tire. That happens with harvesting. I mean, harvesting, you're loading the grain bin, increasing the load on the tires, but then after five minutes, 10 minutes, you have a rapid unload and you go back to a lower load. So it's always the CFO and CHO, it's on unloading cycling. So it's not uh, usable on a sprayer, that it's an unloading cycle. I mean, on the sprayer, you leave on high speed from, your, from the co-op, fully loaded. Mm -hmm. And then when you arrive on the field, you start to lose weight. Yeah, because you're applying. The same with the planter. So on sprayer, planters, that CFO concept does not apply because it's an unloading cycle. CFO and CHO are for loading cycles. 
so okay, how much? Oh, sorry. No, Jesse, go ahead. Go ahead well, I was gonna ask, what is this? How how much does this change the tire's lifespan when you're using it in that green bin, green cart situation? That's difficult to say. Okay. Because it's depending uh, the size of the equipment, also the field. Yeah. I mean, there has a, been a big uh, change on genetics. Mm. So 20 years ago, there was not too much PT corn. Now you see it. I mean, you can stand on the corn. You can build pretty much a house on the corn, how tough they are, yeah. or the, uh, the soybean stubble or the cotton stubble. They're so hard that, I mean, you need some flexibility from the tire to be able to move over that mm -hmm. without being rigid mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that makes sense i know as well norberto i wanted to touch on this you know some areas of the country we've already pulled the combines out of the shed other areas of the country we're going to be pulling combines out here pretty soon so making sure they check their tires before they get in the field but obviously proper tire pressure and making sure things are ready to go before we get in the field for harvest that is so crucial isn't yes. it? yes exactly what we always uh, suggest is okay if you have uh tire uh, on the combine that it's a non-CHO or CFO yeah a conventional one okay you have to look what is your highest uh, load I mean when the grain bin is full when you have your uh, header on top of it weight the combine and then that's the load that you're going to be using for the, your table and normally it's going to be depending the size of the tire 29 35 40 PSI yeah uh, when you go with the CHO version, that is a special construction inside the tire that allows a little bit an additional, what we call a temporary overload. That uh, we do the same methodology, but uh, with this uh, additional CHO, it allows us a higher load for that the same inflation pressure. So it could be that a known CHO uh, version tire you could be at 35 PSI, a CHO version, you could be 27. So when you're on the same uh, size of tire okay. and lower inflation pressure, your footprint gets bigger, mm -hmm. not only wider, but also longer. And the more lugs you have on the ground, the more traction you have and the uh, less uh, pressure, specific pressure per area you have, that means compaction. Yeah. Norberto, thinking about CHO, CHO technology with harvest knocking at the doorstep, are there tires with that technology available for growers to get out and buy before this winter's harvest? Yes, always. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a good we have a lot of them <laughs> at a good spot to do it stop here and see our friends at trelleborg exactly. at the progress yes. show right absolutely <laughs> we're up against the clock uh gentlemen norberto uh, appreciate the time and the uh the education lesson i know for me i i really interesting stuff to learn about so thank you for joining us here today on the show appreciate it. thanks for having us norberto Huberner with trelleborg mike you're gonna stick around we got matt sure. youngman coming up next for the farm progress show He's happy to Give us a run through of some of the new things that are going on here at the show. We will have that coming up here right after the break as we're back with more on AOA Agricultural America right after this. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. A good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives with your gifts. Your heart could keep beating. 
your kidneys could keep filtering, and your intestines could keep on digesting for others. And that's not all. You can improve the lives of 50 more people as an eye and tissue donor, restoring sight and health. And you're not just helping out the person receiving the transplant. You're touching whole families with your life-saving gift. Register in minutes. Just go to organdonor.gov. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Sign up today. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Hey, Dad. Your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad. Your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey. Why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. Today, we're talking with Steve Meisch, a grain sales manager with CHS, about pre-harvest marketing strategies. What is the market telling farmers about selling grain out of the field or storing right now? Well, looking at the current corn and bean market, there's a little bit of carry there, which is um, <laughs> it's a good thing to see. Honestly, it's really good to see. So the farmer deciding to store is a very simple marketing plan if he or she wants to do that. I think with the variable um, yields that we'll see, because some places missed a lot of rain, some places didn't get any during the growing season, which the rains have turned on now, I think there will be some pricing opportunities is the way I feel like the market could give us a chance to price some grain before harvest here or during harvest for that matter. Steve, what marketing tools should farmers consider using this year? With the volatility in the market, the easiest way and most simple way to market would probably be using some hedge to arrives to their advantage. The hedge to arrive leaves you to set basis later, which gives you the flexibility to go anywhere you want during harvest. So the flexibility in that is very good and an average marketing plan. They're very simple and very underutilized with the volatility in the market and an average pricing program, pricing grain every day at the close for you. Well, why is it important for farmers to know their per bushel cost of production to set their marketing price targets? Well, we need to know our break-even so we don't sell the grain below our cost of production. Knowing your cost of production is going to make your operation just that much more successful. There hasn't been that many opportunities this year, unfortunately, in the market in which they gave us. So the easiest way to do that is just get as close as you possibly can. That's Steve Meisch on Around the Table, brought to you by CHS. Any information or opinions presented are for informational purposes only and do not constitute trading, legal, or other professional advice. CHS makes no warranties about any information or opinions provided and shall not be liable for the use thereof of any errors or omissions therein. At Bayer, we think farmers have made enough trade-offs. That's why we created VT4 Pro with RNAi technology, so you don't have to choose between yield potential or our widest spectrum of insect protection. You get both. 
and you're even protected against notorious pests like corn earworm and corn rootworm. Visit vt4pro.com to trade up without the trade-offs. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Copyright 2023 Bear Group, always reserved. Get uniform control in your fields with trusted, hardworking Lucento fungicide. Control the toughest diseases with a dual-mode-of-action fungicide that consistently outperforms the competition and field trials. Lucento fungicide from FMC works overtime for lasting control to help improve crop yields. Talk about getting the job done. Visit your FMC retailer or lucento.ag.fmc.com for hard-working control in your fields. Always read and follow all legal directions. Informing America's farmers and ranchers, AOA. Now back to Jesse Allen. And close to wrapping up day number one of the Farm Progress Show here on AOA. Jesse Allen back with you. Mike Pearson with me. And now joining us, Matt Youngman, show manager for the Farm Progress Show. Matt, thanks for uh, making some time to join us here this morning. Glad to be with you. It's it's a nice I mean, it's a busy day. The the crowds are still flowing in, and and uh, but it but it's gorgeous, and and really enjoying a good day here at the show. Yeah, and I know, uh, Mike, you were mentioning opening ceremonies right away this morning. That was really cool, wasn't it? It is, and I'll be honest, I'm biased coming into this, Matt Youngman. One of my favorite things at the Farm Progress <laughs> Show, and because I get here early and I have to work, I'm always on the grounds before the opening ceremonies begin and there's that pause when the national anthem starts everybody who's setting up everybody who's driving golf carts they all just kind of stop once they hear it it takes a couple bars everybody stops hand goes on they find the flag matt it was incredible but i've never seen it from the front you were up there watch it yeah that's one of my favorite moments i mean it's kind of one of those bar those one of those moments during the show that i always try to hit is to be there for opening ceremonies and when you have we had the Illinois Fighting Illini band, and so it felt like it felt like fall. It felt like football. It it felt like <laughs> an event and a celebration, and it it was just it was just really cool, really cool to be there. I, and and uh, you know we're gonna have that again tomorrow, and I'm really looking forward to it. You're talking my language: fall football, <laughs> harvest time, etc. Yep. Now, Matt, you and I have been talking the last couple of weeks, and you you've hinted at some of the new exciting things that we're we're under lock and key, so to speak, here before the show. So, can you spill the beans on some of the uh, cool stuff we're seeing on the grounds here yeah. this year? So, you know, the, there's a few headlines. I mean, we've got the new big bud here on the Titan lot. We've got the new 715 horsepower. Uh, quad track from Case IH. There's ride and drives going on, so every, everybody can go out and, and take a pass in that 715 horsepower machine. You've got the Nexat, which is over on Sixth Street, and that's a whole new concept in in traffic controlled farming. That's a 2.75 million dollar tool over there, and and just you know everybody's got something new. New electric tractor from Case IH, and another one from New Holland, and new balers at, over at John Deere, and you know you just kind of go from one end of the grounds to the other. There's there's new stuff everywhere. I was going to say, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Well, I was just curious. One of the new things, Matt, I'm, I'm always intrigued by this, the, the autonomy. The yeah. autonomy zones, It's I remember a couple of years ago that was new. Yep. It's been growing ever since. So funny story about autonomy. 2017 was when Raven, uh, a precursor to Raven, they, they brought their auto cart. And so we have to set a policy. Are we going to let this thing run in front of the crowd? We, we have to create a policy for a brand new piece of technology. I said, okay. Well, we're going to take this thing out the week before the show in the exhibitor parking lot, and I'm going to stand in front of it and see if it runs me over or stops. And by <laughs> gosh, it stopped. And so we started creating the rules for it. And 
since then, it's kind of been the Raven show in the autonomy demo. So ever since then, and they've got a new product on their path to autonomy, but there's two other competitors that are out there, Sabanto and Mojo, with their answers to and versions of autonomous solutions. So it, it's becoming a category, a technology uh, within the industry. Well, you've got the yeah. rules for it here yeah. at Far Progress. Yeah, yeah. Exactly you got the right. rules laid out, so yeah. now we're all set. If it doesn't run me over, it can go play. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I know yesterday I did a ride and drive with Kloss out in the, in the field demo area, yep. and I know we've talked about this, but... Uh, that corn looking good for the field demos and, and things are rolling along smoothly. And that really gives a, a firsthand look for our farmers here at the show to see some of this new technology up close and in person. Did you hear, did you see the yield monitor? They, they, I did. They're telling me it's 240 bushel it, it corn. Was two, it was 240. I saw, I think I have video photo proof of a 244. Which, which 87 day corn in central Illinois with six weeks of no rain in May and June is and a derecho. impressive. Yeah, and a derecho. Yeah. It, it's i'm stunned i mean I, the, the 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 for the, a minute i thought it was a glitch but they i mean we could it was, it it was, was calibrated plus, yeah and so. and and ran a 205 average on on 140 that we pulled off we take off over half of the acres before the show ever opens just to get everything shined up create room for autonomy zone have the ride and drive space create tram loading and so it you know it, it worked we harvested last wednesday which is as early as we ever have and it was 26 then now it's yeah, i think you probably saw 20 22 percent moisture yeah. on the corn it was getting down there about that yeah man it's the field demos i think that really yeah is one thing that a lot of folks come here to see matt how many combines did you have out working in that corn and how many acres of corn do you plant here at farm progress so there's 350 acres of corn it takes a section to do the show you've got mm -hmm. 100 acres of the static exhibit field 200 acres of parking and then 350 acres of, of early season corn and and you know we were we were rolling on that uh, last wednesday and by the time we get done thursday we'll have every every acre of it picked off wow. at the show that's a, that's an amazing thing to think about that you guys will get all that done in basically a week's time a little bit a little bit over a week plus Matt. Well, you have a trade show normally trade shows are held in Orlando or Vegas or mm -hmm. Anna, Anaheim or something like that mm -hmm. but the trade show for for the ag industry is here so that we can go do that you yep. know go go run these things in front of their customers that's yeah, that is very true. What other exciting things have you seen on the ground so far here as you've been setting things up the last couple of days and talking with different companies? It's crazy the things you get excited about, like air conditioned restrooms and asphalt <laughs> and that kind of thing. But the the varied industries tent yeah. with the soybean uh, soybean oil binder on recycled asphalt has created it just completely changes the fee, the look and feel inside that tent. And we extended that that tent is forty five thousand square feet, bigger than you know, larger than an acre of roof. And that asphalt underneath it running all the way from West Avenue to, to Central Avenue. And I actually, we're here in the Mitas Trelleborg exhibit, and I need to thank them. Those guys, Polaris and Wiffles, I kind of had to evict in order to get the tent all the way to Central Avenue and work with them to find them a new home. And so they are due a big thank you for helping us make that happen because it's a, it's a tremendous, uh, tremendous tent. And it's clear full. Oh, man, it is incredible. It's great when you work together with so many people over the years. And you've got that relationship that you can do that sort of thing and still change yep. things up, even though it's been 70 years yes. of the Farm Progress show. Yeah, yes. and, and and it changes. I mean, I've been doing this for 28 years. And it and it and it's stuff like the 715 and the soybean asphalt. And it just, the exhibitors, you know, floating tractor last year from these guys. It, it's just new, cool, crazy stuff that we get we get to do. 
um, at, at the shows that keeps it kind of fresh. It's, it's a brand new show every year. Thanks to the work that the exhibitors do. Yeah. 70 years of the farm progress show going on here this week at Decatur, Illinois, Matt, I know folks, can get tickets still. Come enjoy the beautiful weather here over the next couple of days, can't yes, they? Yes, farmprogressshow.com. Surf the map. Make your plan. Be sure to stop by this the Mitas Trelleborg exhibit. and, and or download the app. Or download the I app. I have the app as well to it's, help me around. It's pretty helpful. It shows you where you are in this place. Definitely. Matt Youngman with the Farm Progress Show. Thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate glad, it. Glad to be with both of you. And Mike, thank you. We'll do it again tomorrow. What do you thank say? Thank you, Jesse. I would love to. It's great to be back on the air. We will be with our friends at Trelleborg Booth 1062 coming up tomorrow for another episode of AOA Agriculture of America. I'm Jesse Allen. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Join us every Tuesday for Around the Table, brought to you by CHS, as we discuss how cooperatives support farmers and ranchers and build strong communities. Each week, we'll chat with voices from throughout the cooperative system. From global market access to local expertise, we'll explore how co-op ownership means you own a world of opportunities. Tune in on Tuesdays or visit cooperativeownership.com to learn more. When people look at your farm, they just see corn. But to you, it's a lot more than that. It's a college fund, your retirement plan, and it deserves trait protection that can stand up to heavy pressure threats like corn woodworm. SmartStacks Pro with RNAi technology is trusted on over 1 million acres to protect the things that mean more. Trade up at SmartStacksPro.com. Always read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices. Copyright 2023 Bayer Group. All rights reserved. Through the years, you've really kept up with the times. You're on social media. Like, like, dislike, block. Maintained your health. 10,000 steps. I'm a beast. You even programmed your own smart home. In 10 minutes, remind me that I'm a genius. In 10 minutes, I'll remind you that you're a genius. If you can do all that, you can definitely save for retirement. Just go to aceyourretirement.org, a free online tool sponsored by AARP that can help you get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. At aceyourretirement.org, you'll meet Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach. And in just three minutes, get personalized recommendations to help boost your retirement savings. They're easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's brought to you by AARP, so you know they got your back. You are a genius. Take charge of your retirement. Go to aceyourretirement.org now. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council.